Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Com slash sports. From the Eat My Catfish studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Good afternoon, Mr. Rick Schaefer. Well, good afternoon, Randy Rainwater. You know, when you think about all the years that you and I have done this, and you think about the years that um, there are a few, there are only a handful that have been around as long as we have. And one of them is Nate Allen, who's written for the Arkansas Democrat Gazette for years. Wrote for the Gazette for a long time until it went under. Democrat took him in. And um, columnist, he's had a lot of health problems in the last few years, but he still writes a column. And he may have hit this basketball team right on the head with his column today. Hmm. Do, do you get it on the... I do uh, not, no. So. Okay, well, you don't get your... Well, see, that's what you get for reading the newspaper. If you're a subscriber, you can also do... Well, whole I, hog, I read the... I read whole Hog Sports. If oh. you go to Whole Hog oh, Sports... Oh, I, I, no, I did not get a chance to go to there. No. Well, if you'll do that, that's where Nate's columns appear. You don't get it in your edition of the paper, because he's a Northwest Arkansas guy, okay? But... Well, I get mine on my pad. Okay, well, you get it. That's right. You get it in your on your pad, but you still get the uh, uh, Little Rock edition. You don't get only the only Arkansas one edition. time do I actually get now a paper. That's Sunday. on Sunday. Yeah, right. But I still, even if I open my edition up here, I get a different edition than you get because we get the Northwest Arkansas edition, and you get the Central Arkansas edition. And so I guess Nate's not included in your editions, which he is in ours, and then he is on the website. Nate reminded us, because I had totally forgotten this. You know, when you think about John Calipari, you know how long he's been at Kentucky? 20 years. Yeah, it's a long time. So his first three teams, let's see, is it 20 years? Has he been here? Not 20 years, but he's been there quite a while. He's at least 15 years. That's right. His first team was the 2009-2010 team. Okay, 35-3, Elite Eight. His next team was 29 and 9, Final Four. And in 2011 and 12, they were 38 and 2 and won the national championship. You know what they did the next year? They went 21 and 12, went to the NIT, and got beat in the first round. And you know what Calipari said about his team? We've got a couple of guys that are basically not real coachable. Hmm. And that team at Kentucky was referred to as the uncoachables. You tell them over and over and over what you want to do, what we have to do, and they do their own thing. That's where we are. I And, and Nate was obviously comparing them to this Razorback team. And really, as you hear Eric Musselman talk about how this team doesn't look like it has the last four years, um... Not the defensive team <laughs> the last four years. You know, basically, you have to ask why, and you've got to think he's still the same coach that's won eight NCAA tournament games in the last two years. So, what is it? Are they uncoachable? Yeah. Uh, certainly, whatever is being taught does not carry over to the game. To me. That is the classroom 
the game is the classroom where you hand out the assignments and then they take the test and now you turn it in. That's where you get the grade when they're on the court. And uh, the grades haven't been encouraging, to say the least. Not many passing grades. I'm talking passing grades above a C. I think you could you could hand out lately, um, which leads me to this. Thank you for kind of leading me into that because there you go. Uh, we're not quite. Um, I, I don't know all the steps. I, all I know is I turn in uh, what I'm required to do. I turn my homework in, and uh, a teacher Atkinson. Well, teacher oh. Atkinson then gets it and he grades it and yeah. that is I, I got the double r prop specials in oh okay for neil okay. for neil yeah for okay dr anderson uh, dr atkinson that. yes doctor okay. yeah. yeah all right so i must tell you rick so many of these there are so many what you would call a below average categories that so many Razorbacks um, have on their record sheet, their grade sheets, uh, through the five games that Arkansas has played in conference. Um, I guess a good one, I'll, a good example I'll give. Jalen Graham. Jalen Graham. Yeah. This is a player who could score zero. <laughs> He could score 15. Yeah, that's right. So you never know. Right. So you have to go with averages. I've got him for five over five and a half points. Five and a half points. Normally you would think a player of his caliber, well, number one. More than, should score six points. Yeah. Sure. I, I mean, I, I'm not sure how many minutes will even be on the floor. Yeah. That's that's the first problem. You don't have any some of these minutes these guys are going to play. And then second of all, I had total, <laughs> I know, this this will drive the ones who like to play the double R prop specials. They'll think, boy, Randy, you're dirty on this one. Total free throws made over two and a half. By who? By, by Jalen Graham. By the, I was going to say, surely not by the Razorbacks. But yeah, now that's a that's a dangerous one because he could get eight free throws and not pay two. <laughs> See, that's yeah. what's so sad about this team. Yeah. It's like back in football, and yeah. you kept dumbing. I kept we had to keep dumbing them down, dumbing them down, dumbing them down. And what I mean by that is, I think I have one game KJ Jefferson at like nineteen and a half yards rushing. What? Nineteen and a half yards rushing. He should be able to walk nineteen. He, yeah, yards. Uh, he could. Yeah. He should be falling forward for nineteen and a half yards on each carry. Yeah. Um. This is the one that I really. Uh, I just went strictly by the SEC average. The Arkansas team field goal percentage over thirty-seven and a half. You realize, Rick, it was probably just a couple of weeks ago, if I had the field goal percentage, it was 49.5. It's interesting because Arkansas, the in-conference games, is the second-worst shooting team in the league, second only to Texas A&M. Texas A&M, though, gets a lot of its misses and puts them back in, or at least gets second shots. Ole Miss is, I think, the second-worst defensive team in the league. And so you got the second worst shooting team playing against the second worst defensive team in the league. So who knows? Who's somebody's going to improve their numbers? We don't know which one it'll be. I definitely think if you're counting on a Chris Beard team, what what, what is that the worst defensive team? Or you mean they're, they're field goal up, percentage points yeah, 40, allowed? Forty six, almost forty seven percent from the field. In conference games are okay. shooting forty seven percent against them. That's 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 other teams. To, that's next to worse. That's other teams are shooting that against them. <laughs> so you take Arkansas's poor field goal percentage and their poor field goal percentage defense. Somebody is going to do better than they normally do. And then you supposedly compound that with the game being on the road, and uh, this is not an easy place to play, even in its new environment, which 
what now? That's almost probably 10 years old? I would Six, say... seven, eight years the, old? Of all the venues in the SEC, when you say it's not an easy place to play, that's one of the least difficult, I think, is Ole Miss. One of the least difficult places to play. None. There's no place where you say, hey, it's a road game, this, this is going to be easy. That that doesn't happen. Even but at Vandy. Even at Vandy. Well, yeah, Vandy's... But they are maybe a different level bad this year. Yeah, they are. They're a different level bad this year. So, anyway, so what's going to happen? Is Arkansas's field goal percentage going to be better than what it has been because Ole Miss's defense isn't very good? Or is Ole Miss's defense going to be better than it has been because Arkansas's offense isn't very good? One of those, one of those numbers is going to improve. Either Ole Miss's defense is going to look better than they have in a long time, or Arkansas's offense is going to look better than it has in a long time. I had this conversation with a friend the other day, and I really didn't have a concrete answer. And the reason why is I didn't have any kind of stats to back me up. So I just didn't want to take this, you know, take a a, a crazy stab at it. But what the, the question was, I was asked, do you think Arkansas's uh, woes, all their problems and issues, is because they stepped up against a different level of athlete in the SEC than that than what they were seeing in non-conference, hmm. and thus what they may have had success against in non-conference, they're not enjoying that same con- success. Now, you take a guy like Mark, who played at Houston last year, he's used to playing this caliber of competition, and I don't care if you're Louisville, and you may be the best player on Louisville. That doesn't mean you're going to get the look that you're going to get from uh, an SEC team who's going to have time to scout you. Anyway, I I didn't have any kind of concrete numbers to say, well, okay, you're right. Because now Arkansas stepped into the SEC, is this only an adjustment curve that they're going through? Are they going to be simply outmatched? Even though we say, well, Arkansas's got so much... So much talent. Well, apparently, so does the other teams have so much more talent. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. So that that's the that's the thing. And just like Trey Biddy has said frequently about Arkansas's football team, he said he thought this was the best roster Arkansas had assembled. And at the end of the year, he still thought it was the best roster that Arkansas had assembled under Sam Pittman. We should say, but that doesn't count for what the other teams are assembling. Sure, yeah, and. Obviously, schools like Ole Miss and football have used the transfer portal superbly to the to the point of winning eleven games this year. Right. Uh, LSU's used it well. Georgia and Alabama don't have to use it well. So, you know, that's while well, Arkansas looked like it had a, a good roster, but you also didn't know you'd have disappointing seasons from uh, a disappointing season from KJ Jefferson. Not a horrible season, but disappointing by his standards, and you wouldn't have Rocket Sanders. So you didn't know that at the outset. But and you also didn't know the offensive line would perform so poorly. Yeah. So we'll see. So it's the same thing in basketball. You look at this group before the season starts, and you're thinking, very talented group. And that's not to say they're not talented, but talented doesn't always make a really good team. And you know, Musselman's been very fortunate in the last few years when he's brought transfer portal players in. Sure, he's had a couple that haven't played, but he's had a lot of them that were major impacts on the team. And this year, it hasn't worked as well. Trayvon Mark is the only one that you'd say that was a that was a that was a great uh, transfer, great transfer for Arkansas. The rest of them, there's none of them that you'd say over a, over the course of maybe other than a game or two that. Um, they have added significantly to the team. They haven't. Well, if we're going by numbers, numbers only, no. And uh, in this case, you'd like to say, boy, such and such. He may not be the offensive player, but, man, you don't want him 
cover you defensively. There's nobody. Nobody. And that's like Mitchell. A year ago, he started, I think, all but maybe three or four games. Mm -hmm. And those really were the games that were down the stretch uh, that led into the uh, NCAA tournament. And then, for whatever reason, it may have been matchups. We didn't see as much of Mitchell. And this year, I'm not sure how many games he started, but his minutes have dropped significantly. So, he's another player, Devo Davis. Boy, explain the mystery of Devo Davis. I don't know. Because yeah. I don't really think he's played that well since no. the season opened. No. He used to, at least in times past, he might have his rough moments in non-conference, but sure seemed like when conference began, his game jumped up immediately and it hadn't thus far. No. Um, this from our Gangster Museum of America Life and Feedback. Mitch says, Rick, I don't know if it's just me. I don't think so. But this back-to-back losing in football and basketball, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to it's, – it's hard take. It's got me feeling you can't count on these so-called good players. What are your thoughts? And TB should not even play. Well, but not play, but I sure wouldn't start him. And right now I wouldn't play the minutes that he's playing. No. Well, yeah. You know, it's interesting that Eddie Sutton got created great interest in basketball at Arkansas. But he did it at a time when football was still really, really good. And so it was nice to have two sports going. When Nolan Richardson got here, uh, football was still good for a few years. And then as Nolan's teams got better, football got worse. So Arkansas always had that second sport that if, if football mm-hmm. wasn't good, they had that second sport right. that, uh, you know, w- was so exciting and everybody was fired up. And, of course, they won the national championship, and that was really great. So you always had at least one. In recent years, it, it hadn't always been that way. There there have been other years, believe me, that football and basketball were both down. But when you consider two years ago, See, two years ago, three years ago, I guess now, or three football seasons ago, you had a football team that won nine games and a basketball team that made it to the Elite Eight in the same year. And you're feeling pretty good. you got a baseball team that goes to the College World Series frequently. I mean, you just everything's just great. Now, all of a sudden, football won four games. Basketball is likely not going to the NCAA tournament. May not go to any tournament. And... Um, you know, that's a disappointing thing because those are still the two major sports. People still let, they love Razorback baseball, but if you put them in order, it's football, then basketball, and then baseball. So there's a lot on the baseball team this year. <laughs> there's because there are a lot of people hoping that Arkansas is going to be good at something. Now, are they good at things? Yeah, their gymnastics team just tied the number three team in the country on their floor, and uh, that that's a big big deal. But you know get a lot of pizzazz out of that um the women's basketball team has got the leading scorer in the sec she's missed four games with a back injury she was back at practice today and they're hoping that she's going to play uh thursday night so that's that's a plus you've got um you know gosh arkansas has been good at soccer volleyball uh, they're good at men's track they're good at women's track but the three big ones are football, basketball, and baseball. And so when football and basketball are both down, that's a long time. Because you talk about football all summer. It starts with practice in August. And from August when football starts till basketball ends in March, let's see, by my quick count, that's eight months. Is that right? Yeah, that's eight months. So eight of the 12 months of the year, your focus, if you're a Razorback fan, is either football or basketball. And if if neither brings you the joy that you're used to, and then you look outside, and like it is right now, it's gray. (laughs) Pouring down rain. And the next thing you know, it's like, when when, when is something good going to happen? So... Maybe it'll happen once or twice before the season's over in basketball. I did say yesterday, and I believe this, I think this is a team that 
there'll be a game or two before it's over where everybody will shoot well because they're, they're better shooters than they've shown, and they'll win. And you get all excited, but that'll be for a game or two. But it's not going to be for the next 13, and that's that's what's hard to grasp. Well, I mean, their, their back is firmly against the wall, uh, even thinking, dreaming. I don't know what the – last year I kept up with it. The last several years I've kept up with this NET ranking. I could have told you men. I could have told you women. Yeah. Having the top 10, having the top 25 from the SEC. Yeah. I hadn't even looked at it this year. No. I don't, I don't want to. I'm, I mean, last time it was like 130-something, was it not? Well, they're down. It's got to be about it's about 110 or so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Either now, way, the women are we're doing much better. I haven't seen them since uh, the LSU game when they lost to a great team, but they were in the 50s, so they were doing a little. Well, better. that 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 game we found last year, as it did with Arkansas, that that one loss, especially being on the road, does not just hammer you, doesn't kill you, as it is in some other of the rankings where. You lose by 30. You drop how many spots? Sometimes 30 spots in the process. Um, hang in there, James. Um, we got to hit a break here in a moment, so I'll squeeze this one in. From Malik, from our Gangster Museum of America, Life in Feedback, said I, he says, I feel like we are rapidly approaching the point at which there'll be no postseason play for Arkansas. At that point, must... Uh, at that point, Will must start playing the underclassmen and players to return next year to prepare them for the next season. How do you know any of them are returning next year? Well, and... and that, that's the key. You play the guys you think give you a chance to win unless you've got somebody that you absolutely know is going to baby back next year, and then you can play them. So. And you have to go into the Southeastern Conference Tournament believing right. you can win it because of the automatic bid. Right. All right, Drive Time Sports will continue. Listen for Birthday Trivia in the Zone, brought to you by Elia's Mexican Grill in Moralton. Elia has a new bean bar that comes with cornbread, and it's complimentary with your entree. It's a new year, and the new you deserves a new ride. From Guadney Buick GMC, it's tax time. You worked hard all year, you paid in. Now, you need to get paid. Because at Guadney Buick GMC, your refund is going farther than ever before. Call 501-945-4444. Combining current offers, purchase allowances, and cash back with your refund makes it the best time to trade before tax season is over. Stack your tax refund on up to $6,000 purchase allowance on 2023 and 24 GMC Sierra 1500s equipped with the 5.3 V8. Requires eligible trade. Winter is here. Choose from a lot full of four-wheel drive and all-wheel drive vehicles. You will be approved. So make your New Year's resolution to upgrade your trade at Guadney Buick GMC next to Sam's Club. Call 501-945-4444. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Guadney Buick GMC.com. GMC. We are professional grade. See dealer for details. Tune in every Monday night at 7 during basketball season for the Eric Musselman Show. Coach will break down gameplay and strategy. Brought to you by Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealership. The all-new Genesis of Conway, now open at 1075 Collier Drive. When you do something for over 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Janet here. She's been playing badminton for over 45 years. With a flick of her racket, she can place the shuttlecock so it rewinds her grandfather clock. Does her taxes. Even flambeza dessert. Delectable cherries jubilee, Janet. We're a lot like Janet playing badminton. Except we do it with insurance. Williamson Insurance. Protecting your business and your family for over 45 years. Well, now all the decorations are down, and you're looking around thinking, we really ought to freshen up the place. It's a new year, and the best time to save at Lazy Boy. The inventory overstock sale is here. Upgrade every room in your home. Hot buys all over the store. Fabric recliners starting at $3.99. Leather recliners only $7.99. Stop by Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor for their inventory overstock sale. Up to 50% off store-wide. Shackleford Galleries of Little Rock. Long live the lazy. Lowe's knows pros want savings now. That's why as an MVP's Pro Rewards member, you get volume savings on orders of $1,500 or more at the Pro Desk. 
And there's more. We've lowered our prices on select top products like electrical wire and drywall. So you can get the job necessities for less. Because Lowe's knows savings. Lowe's knows pros. In-store only. Exclusions, restrictions, and more terms apply. Details at Lowe's.com slash terms. Subject to change. If you're looking to get a new car, you could really cut expenses by bundling your car and renter's insurance with Progressive. Sure, you love your old car, but you know it's not normal to give instructions on how to open the window. It should be self-explanatory, but it's not. And notice how when you're in other people's cars, you can feel cushion in the seats? That's pretty nice, right? No, it's just normal. So bundle your renters and car insurance with Progressive and put the savings toward a new car. It's time. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Not available in all states. Now, back to Drive Time Sports. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. Been imitated but never duplicated. This is Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be joined by Kevin Bohannon as we go around the horn. Looking for a great place to work? Go to doublebees.com and apply online. And if you're ever in a hurry, you can pay at the pump with your Exxon or Phillips 66 mobile apps at all stores. But I'd rather you take time. I mean, I, I realize that's what it says. If you're in a hurry, you can't go inside, but you got to go inside to take advantage of all the great January specials that are about to expire. We'll be looking February specials in just a bit. Now, here's the other beautiful part about the savings. You can kind of get a little bit back with that uh, Double B's cashier. Uh, ask about the rewards card. The Double B's cashier. Ask about the rewards card where you can save money on purchases at all stores. Double B's do it everything they can to help you as the shopper get the best deal, the best savings anytime that you go inside. That Double B's location. Good examples, the 8.5 ounce Pure Leaf Tea for just 2 for $4. It's Double B's. Will you gas it, grab it, and go? Make it Double B's. Baseball season is in full swing, and you don't want to miss a thing. It's time for Around the Horn with Kevin Bohannon. Around the Horn is brought to you by Stanley Wood, Buick, Chevy, GMC, and Scott Wood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And now, it's time for Around the Horn. Well, Kev, you were, I'm not sure the first, but among the first to put on Twitter that the Great American Conference postseason baseball tournament is coming to North Little Rock. That is exactly right. Little Rock. Little Rock. Yeah. North Little Rock, Little Rock. It's going to be on the river. And it's going to be some great baseball division, too. The Great American Conference features in the majority of Arkansas teams. You get Henderson State, Ouachita Baptist, uh, Southern Arkansas, Arkansas Tech, Southern Arkansas. It's going to be a great tournament. And uh, Will Pruitt, the GAC commissioner, who is from Arkansas, lives over in the River Valley area, is very passionate about this state, and we're going to have him on here at some point during during the season, uh, it, right before the tournament really promoted. He loves this state and loves the sports that he is the commissioner over, and he's really excited. The great thing about it is, even though it's at Dickey Stevens, if you can't make it up there, every game will be streamed on, G- on the GAC network, which you can go to thegreatamericanconference.com and sign up for that. It's free. Uh, any sport that you want to watch, if you've got a basketball team right now, but during the baseball season and the conference tournament, it will be online. And, Randy, next Thursday, uh, first pitch, 10 a.m., Henderson State and Rogers State from Hot Springs, Arkansas. There's a little round-robin tournament at Majestic Park next weekend that includes uh, four Arkansas teams, Henderson State, Washtop Baptist, Southern Arkansas, and, oh, yeah, just three, sorry. And you got Missouri Southern, Southern Nazarene, Pittsburgh State. So it should be a really good way to kick off the season for Division Two baseball. Outstanding. Let's talk with James real quick. James, All right. are you still with us? Good afternoon. I'm with you. Good afternoon. 
So a while ago, you were talking about frustrations, and I wanted to chime in a minute. Uh, my frustration isn't just with the whole basketball season. My frustration is we've seen this team play well. This team played well against Purdue. This team played well against Duke. I would even say this team played well against Memphis, North Carolina. We know the Paradise Gym timing and all that was messed up. We've seen this team play really well, and then it's like it all fell apart. And I don't know where it fell apart or why. The question I have, and I'd like somebody to be able to ask, I don't know if Trey or somebody else can, is I know Musk wants to win more than any of us. As bad as I don't like this season, he hates it worse. I get it. But if you want to win no matter what, we haven't been able to keep anybody in front of us all year long. Hmm. One, two dribbles, and they're biased. Every yeah. game, no matter what <laughs> team it was. Yeah. So why don't we try a little zone? Why yeah. don't we do what well, we did at Florida? Yeah. They've tried it. Florida, yeah. and, and we shut them down driving. Now, they shot us out of it. But I'd rather take my chances getting shot out of it than just giving up layups because we can't stay in front of somebody. But that's just my personal opinion. Love for y'all to discuss it. Love the show. Have a great day. Thank you, James. They, they used it some against South Carolina, and it didn't help. So, really, it's a nothing's working right now defensively. Nothing. Because, yeah, they, they have Eric Musselman hadn't played zone in four and a half years at the University of Arkansas. He, he used it against Florida, and and yes, it briefly. I think Florida probably was a little bit surprised because they never thought Musselman would use it. And Arkansas cut what a nineteen point lead to twelve, but that was it. And then it yeah. kind of went back again. And South Carolina used it briefly, and I don't think it was even close to that effective against the Gamecocks. I know. That's a good point. That's a good point. No, I agree. Yeah. I, uh, but here, here is. One question that I have. You have to believe in what you're playing. Yeah. If your coach doesn't really believe in that particular aspect, yet you're out there trying to execute it, I, I don't think Coach Buss's heart is behind it when he puts him in the zone. I think he's looking for the very moment he can get him back out of a zone, back into a man. And if he's not buying in, I don't think the players will totally buy in. And they are the ones that's got to buy in. Kevin, do you I mean, do you see that as a possible angle where um Yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree. It's and you saw it and we made this reference a couple of weeks ago during football season with KJ Jefferson running the Dan Enos offense. It's the same it's the same thing if you look at it. He's not bought into it. The guy, one thing, I don't think really anybody's bought in. I, I, I say that, but and I said this with, with Joe last Monday on, on Out of Bounds, this is going to be a four- or five-win conference team. I mean, that's just where we're at right now. you got Trevin Brazil, who's 6'10", shooting 47% of his shots from beyond the three-point line and making, what, 19 20%? 18%. Yep. Yeah. The, come on now. I mean – this is a young man that was preseason all SEC top fifteen draft pick first round. You forget about that now. So there's just a lot of little things like that. And if it's one or two things, that's fine during the season, which it has been the last three years. But it's a lot of little things that add up to where we're at right now. That's what I've seen. Have not even looked at any of the mock drafts for basketball. I'm told he's still listed in the first round. Okay, I will check then today because I'd have a hard time believing he's still in the first round. I was going to say he might start even questioning if he wants to return back to Arkansas to rebuild this season that uh, right now does not look that favorable uh, in regards to his NBA chances. But I'm not an NBA scout, and I'm not a – NBA GM, and all it takes is that one, just one. Uh, let's see this from Andy by way of the Gangster Museum of America Life in Feedback. Andy says, Arkansas must win the SEC tournament like the year with Joe Johnson to make the NCAA. Hadn't there only been like two or three teams that's, yeah, that's uh, won it? Uh, yeah. That is, 
having to go in. You're Arkansas one of the bottom did. seeds. Mm-hmm. Georgia did it. Yeah, Georgia uh, did against Arkansas. The year, the, the year that it had to move to Georgia Tech, yeah. And uh, maybe somebody else has done it. I, I don't know. But, the, here, you know, here's the problem. If you're in the lot, bottom four, you now have to win five games, mm-hmm. not four. And so, and nobody's ever done that, and I don't think anybody will ever come close to doing that. Because if you're, if you finish 11 through 14 in the regular season, your chances of winning five conference games in a row no. on the same day are slim, 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 and almost none. So if Arkansas ends up finishing in the bottom four and they have to play on Wednesday, hey, hopefully you win a game. And you feel better about your team because you won a game. Yeah, boy, you talking about playing one game at, once you get to that stage, one game at a time. Woo. Yeah, well, they ought to be playing one game at a time right now. Yeah, that's you know, it just as we were talking about yesterday. Don't start thinking about the NCAA tournament. Don't start thinking about anything else. You play Ole Miss Wednesday. That's it. You can't even think about how cool it's going to be to have Kentucky here and ESPN and all that kind of stuff. It's Ole Miss tomorrow night. That's the only thing you can be thinking about. Duffer, good afternoon. Hello, gentlemen. If you're playing the, in so, the, uh, uh, if you're duffing them today, you get the water out of the sandboxes. Yeah, no kidding. You know, it's uh, I mean, I'm in my boat. I don't have my motor going. I'm just paddling across <laughs> the golf course and hitting, you know, whatever I can find a dry spot. <laughs> so uh, I am really disgusted. I'm tired of people saying. We can't play man. The fact of the matter is, we won't play man. Yeah, that's right. We're not, they are totally capable of, as athletic, as strong as they are, but this team lacks a lot of heart. Because heart is how you play defense. It's heart and effort, and we won't put out that effort. I was doing something else and was out and got back, flipped over to the game when I got back home. Within the first 20 minutes, I saw a slam dunk because we had no backside help, and the help guy just stood there and watched him and didn't even go try to give some backside help. And I just yeah. I turned it off. I'm not going to watch it. I'm tired of it. It's not Coach Musselman. You don't forget how to coach overnight. It's these kids, and maybe he missed on kids that could play together. I think he's got a lot of good players, but they have not missed. And, and, and I know he talks about how they like each other, but they don't like each other enough to put out enough uh, effort and heart to become one team. We need somebody on that team like Anthony Black was last year. You could tell Anthony Black was the alpha dog, even though Nick Smith was going to be the alpha dog. Everybody looked at Anthony on what we're going to do. I also remember a time when during the championship run year, they interviewed Corliss and they asked him, he said, y'all play so hard for 40 minutes. That's got to be hard and tough. <clears throat> do y'all play so hard just because you're, how, you're afraid of how tough Coach Richardson is? You know what Corliss said? We're a lot more afraid of Corey Beck than we are him. <laughs> and there's got to be... There's got to be some player on that team that can go in that locker room and say, we're going to do this. And they respect him enough that they do it. And I just don't know that that person's there. That's all I got to say today. I'm not bailing out on Coach Musselman, but I am kind of bailing out on the season not watching it because it makes me sick. Y'all know how I like defense. We talked about the five-second account going away. Unless you're not dribbling, I I can't watch it. Y'all have a good one. Bye. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you, Duffer. I think he said uh, quite a bit that uh, yeah. stands on its own. I'm not sure there's anything <laughs> to add to it. Certainly, not, I'm not going to take anything away. Drive Time Sports will continue. Now you can watch all your favorite Buzz shows streaming live on our YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter pages. 1037 The Buzz, your multimedia fun and game station. 
It's trade-in time at Guatney Chevrolet. Kick off the new year in style and comfort with a 2024 Chevy Equinox. Yours for just $23,999 with a qualifying trade-in. Or the iconic Chevy Silverado. Snag it for under $48,000 with your trade-in. Visit GuatneyChevrolet.com or stop by and see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville to learn more. We'll see you soon. Chevrolet, together let's drive. Stanley Wood Chevrolet Buick GMC wants to make sure you're getting the service you deserve and your vehicle needs. Choices in sales, service, fair prices, and relationships built on trust is the Wood family promise, and we stand by it. When you purchase a new vehicle from us, the first oil change and inspection is free. Come see us today and experience the Wood family promise. Stanley Wood Chevrolet Buick GMC in Batesville, just south of the airport, online at stanleywoodchevrolet.com. We are professional grade. What's better than getting something for free? Winning. And with the five-buck bundle from the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery, you get the chance to do both. For five bucks, you get three tickets. A Powerball ticket with Power Play, a Mega Millions ticket, and a free Natural State Jackpot ticket. That's three ways to win. So ask for the five-buck bundle today. Bundle is eligible with quick picks only. Offer ends February 29th. Call 1-800-522-4700 for problem gambling helpline. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. A new survey from the Centers for Disease Control revealed a startling fact. Americans are getting shorter. 19-year-old American men were the 36th tallest in the world in 1985, but by 2019 they had fallen all the way to 47th place. Women the same age fell from 38th to 58th place. No, we're not going to cue the Randy Newman short people song. Because, you know, short people do have a reason to live. But I have some helpful advice for all of you shrinking violets. Start wearing hokas. Mine get me all the way up to an even six feet tall. And that's a good thing. Come by Double B's this week for some delicious bean-to-cup coffee. You can select your favorite roast and the machine will grind the beans and produce a steaming cup of Renoco coffee. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double Bees. Join the zone each Monday for Game Balls and Jock Straps. Brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Find out who made the best, average, and worst headlines in sports and entertainment each Monday as Justin Acre and Wes Moore give you their Game Balls and Jock Straps on the zone from 10 to 1. It's all brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. 501 794 2770. Call today to get your landscape updated to a whole new level and be listening for Game Balls and Jock Straps only on 1037 The Buzz. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, Kevin Bohan, as we go around the horn. I'm Randy Rainwater. We will rejoin Kevin in a moment, but first I got to talk to my man, Neil Atkinson, by way of Saracen. Neil, I, I love, and I, I don't always do it, or at least I, I, don't, I don't think of it, that I learn something new every day. But I'm looking at um, UCA, the Central Arkansas Bears. Yeah. They're getting getting ready to play the Queens Royals. Where in the world is Queens Royals at University? Where is it located? It's an Atlantic Sun team in North Carolina. I think it's in the Greensboro area, if I'm not gotcha. mistaken. I may be on that. But they are in – I had to look it up because I'm like, I didn't know there was a New York team in the uh, Atlantic Sun. But <laughs> don't don't feel bad. I looked it up earlier today myself because I, 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 I look at all the lines to make sure because every now and then we mess something up. And, yeah, I had to, I had to, that was a head-turner for me too. But And the Queens Royals are favored by six-and-a-half over Central Arkansas tonight on that line. I noticed that, yeah. And the, but right below it, we got Arkansas Razorbacks and the Ole Miss Rebels for tomorrow night. Looking ahead, that line is already out. Ole Miss is favored by five and a half on that particular one over and under 152 and a half. I think Ole Miss will cover. 
And well, uh, that's why they play the game. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know. But, uh, but now we'll have the double R's out uh, probably in the next hour or so. Um, got a little late getting those up. That's on me. But uh, the one I am looking at that I'm going to see what they're going to price at is the Arkansas three-point percentage. You've got it at over 27-and-a-half. Did you know Ole Miss is averaging 37 beyond the arc right now in uh, three points? Did you notice? So, and then, yeah. yeah and I then mean, the but team, no, no. So, Did you notice what Arkansas is shooting yeah. beyond the three-point yeah. line in SEC play only? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, you you got to tell me that one because I don't I don't I don't remember that one off the top. Uh huh. It was like twenty seven percent. All I'm going with so. is an average. If Arkansas oh, you are. does what it does has been doing for five games, which is twenty seven percent, then if you feel good about that big dog, jump all over it. Get you some of that. Well, that one there. But you've got you're gonna we're gonna parlay it with the uh, total team turnovers at over ten and a half, and you nailed that one. Ole Miss is allowing just ten point six turnovers per game, so that's probably going to be the key on that double R special. But I can't wait to see what they price that one. <laughs> that may be a good value on the way that we've done the stats, but you'll have to decide that yourselves whenever we price it here over the next hour. But that's something to look forward to, and there's a lot of other interesting zone there. I'll save that for when we post them. You can go and take a look at them on the Bet Saracen app. Ah, hallelujah. All right, buddy. That is Neil Atkinson by way of Bet Saracen. And uh, you can do that at betsaracen.com. Go get the app in the App Store. That's betsaracen.com. Baseball season is in full swing, and you don't want to miss a thing. It's time for Around the Horn with Kevin Bohannon. Around the Horn is brought to you by Stanley Wood, Buick, Chevy, GMC, and Scott Wood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And now, it's time for Around the Horn. Well, Kevin, as we continue to step forward looking at upcoming uh, previews for teams, we've looked at Arkansas, we looked at uh, Little Rock today, who might we be taking a peek at? The Central Arkansas Bears had a great conversation with Coach Nick Harlan. This is 11th season in Conway. His third is wow. the, the, the head bear. So uh, Coach Harlan's really excited about this team. Uh, again, they're in the Atlantic Sun. They, they play Queens. Uh, but in baseball, it's a really good league. they got Stetson, Florida Gulf Coast, Lipscomb, Bellarmine, Austin P. Uh, who has uh, some Arkansas flavor? Clayton Gray from Cabot starts in center field. Roland Feeney, uh, who coached at Little Rock, is their head coach now. So, uh, really tough schedule. They start out with LSU and uh, Virginia Military Institute down in Baton Rouge the first weekend. They'll play each of those teams twice. Uh, finished 23 and 31 last year, 10th in the league. They just missed out on the A Sun Championship tournament, but they got the pieces this year, Randy. Uh, to make a run and get that conference tournament and possibly NCAA berth. 23 in-state players on the roster. Uh, we talked about this uh, with Coach Curry from Little Rock. They have 19 on the roster for the Trojan. They got 23 for the Bears. And I love talk, talking to Coach Harley. We can turn a 10-minute conversation into an hour and a half. And this is what he told me. He said, it takes three things to win. <laughs> character, talent, and skill. If you have character and talent, you can start developing your skill. He wants young men that want to come there and love being a part of UCA that loves to be a bear, and that's what he has right now. He looks for kids of high character and families of high character. you got a lot of that. you got Reed Bowman, Tanner Leonard in the middle. Those are two young men that I coach. you got Gavin Elvetti who comes from Connor State. Not only are those three men high character, but their parents, their family, their support system are high character as well. So those are three pieces that are going to be really big for them this year. Gavin's coming in, could be used as a, he's going to be used as a pitcher. He's complete, converted completely to a pitcher now. I, I joked with his dad a long time, uh, back when he was at Harding Academy, that, look, he's going to be a pitcher. Le- just leave it alone. He's going to be a pitcher in the future. That's what he is now. He has that submarine slot. He could help out on the mound. Uh, but it all starts with Jesse Barker, Randy. The fifth-year senior from Benton mm-hmm. was the strikeout leader in the A-Sun last year. He had 109 strikeouts, only 22 walks. He was a runner-up for the Pitcher of the Year Award, second in the league and wins at seven and second in ERA at 3.0. Uh, 
Mason Griffin, he was a transfer from Arkansas Tech. He's going to get some innings. Charlie Christensen uh, started, was a reliever as well last year. And then Coleman McRae from Rogers. Uh, Tate Busey from Pea Ridge, a lot of Arkansas flavor right there. Freshman that could help out Jake Jones from Benton. Threw a no-hitter in the state champion or state uh, tournament last year. Then you got Hunter Alexander that comes over uh, from Big, Bigelow via UA Rich Mountain. They're expecting him to uh, put up some good innings this year. Trent Grigson's an arm out of the bullpen. Coach Harlan said if he's healthy, could really contribute. And Peyton Windham beat Vanderbilt. They won three out of their first four last year, the Bears did. Uh, that, that third win was against the Vanderbilt Commodores when they were ranked in the top ten. Going around the horn, Randy, A.J. Mendiola, uh, the fifth-year guy. He's kind of a utility guy, but he could catch, play third base, play first base, just kind of wherever they need him uh, to get the bat in the lineup. He's one of the top three hitters that are returning. Mendiola hit 295 with five home runs, 31 RBIs last year. Shortstop, Tanner Leonard, second base. Uh, Reed Bowman, excuse me, those are interchangeable. Reed Bowman at short, Tanner Leonard at second. Uh Coach Harlan says it's one of the best middle infield combos in the region. i got to agree with them. They do the fundamentals right. They just sound fundamentally. And Coach Harlan likes guys that can pick it on the infield, steady with their glove, and you know what they're going to get from them every day. They show up, they work. They're really good teammates as well. Bryce Sermonelli is kind of a utility guy that could be used everywhere. Uh, Mason King's a new guy from JUCO. Had one of the best offense performances of the fall. Look for him in the infield. Jagger Shadows, another JUCO transfer, and Jake Traby, JUCO transfer that could help out at first base from Pasadena City College. My man Drew Sturgeon, Randy from Farmington, returns in center field. One of the best defensive guys out there. I don't care if it's Division One, Two, NAI, JUCO. Love watching that young man play. He's played really well against Arkansas the last two years. Kate Seldomridge from Hart, uh, from Rogers. Started in left field, then filled in for Sturgeon. He was hurt last year. Uh, Seldom Ridge should be the everyday left fielder. And then Preston Curtis, the transfer from Carl Albert, should be in the right field corner. I got another transfer from uh, Carl Albert, Colton Sagely. He's from Greenwood. It's his fourth year. And then one freshman he talked about in the outfield, Coach Harlan said, Zeb Allen from Fort Smith Southside uh, shows up every day. Toughness. Uh, he's mature for his age. Left-handed hitter. He should factor into the outfield. So, Got a lot of young talent that come in this year, and they're starting to sign more and more in-state kids, as we talked about. But you got those veterans that'll lead the way. And we said all along, Randy, if you're strong up the middle, you have a chance. You got a three-year starter in Sturgeon in center field, Leonard and Bowman up the middle, a fifth-year guy on the mound in Barker, and then you got Mendiola, another fifth-year guy that can start behind the ah, plate. So okay, they'll they'll be really good uh, up the middle to start out the season. I I was going to ask you who was going to be the receiver. Yeah. And I took Mendoza as being the third baseman when you started off. Anyway. Well, got, he, he can do a couple different right. plays, but he has been working out a catcher. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right, Kevin, we'll talk with you later on this week. That is Kevin Bohannon as we go around the horde next to the Wood Family Leaderships. Up next, Trey Beatty of hogsports.com. The Bucks are back. At the 34th Annual Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic presented by Oaklawn, January 26th through 28th at the State Fairgrounds. You could win a lifetime hunting license, a Browning A-Bolt rifle, or a $1,000 gift card from Hunter's Refuge. The Taka Hunting Gear Game and Fish Foundation Free Kid Zone, including a trout pond, hoverball, buana gym, and more. Hunters, bring your antlers for your chance to win a tracker off-road.